Riverdale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop here, on another thrilling and thought-provoking Thursday for Torch Report 542, Wild. Uh, Why global resistance to the Great Reset will require good men to rise up. Friends, tyranny is a gender-neutral threat. Make no mistake about that. But when it's kill or be killed, men still have the advantage. Let's just face it. And don't think for a second that the globalists have overlooked this fact. Now, as we kind of wade into this this morning, uh, I want to share an interesting article I read. It was uh, titled, The Great Reset is Dead, Long Live the Great Reset. That was the title of an interesting article by Tom Luongo, the man and the mind behind Gold, Goats, and Guns. It's It's a catchy piece. It's a catchy title. And as I was looking into it, it raised the obvious question, has the Great Reset failed? Is it dead in the water? Are the globalists uh, just outnumbered by the resistance at this point? Are they just going to give up on their fanatical utopian fantasies? And spoiler spoiler alert, you know, the answer in my mind is a hard no. Absolutely not. The globalists are not going to give up. So while Tom does an outstanding job of portraying the global resistance to the Great Reset, and all the global tyranny, uh, and he, he cites the despicable Dr. Yuval Noah Harari uh, of the famous soulless hackable animal assertion. Uh, he cites uh, Noah Harari lamenting the rise of populist leaders, you know, and all these populist leaders are attacking the liberal global order, and, and they're really a threat to the Great Reset and all of that. But I believe, uh, even while Tom's pointing that out, he's missing... The inherent inertia of a plan that has been over 50 years in the making. He misses the last century or so of eugenicists co-opting academia, carefully indoctrinating the radical, fanatical, environmental cult and the, the rest of the crazy types and launching Marxist initiatives all around the world, but perhaps most especially right here at home in the good old U.S. of A., You see, in their minds, there are too many peasants. They are destroying the planet and global democracy. That's the only solution. It's a fairly straightforward lie, you know, I mean, as seductive as it may be. So I want to kind of work backwards here to untangle those twisted thoughts just a little bit, because the fight for global democracy, seductive lie, a lot of people in on that, all on board, a people that that value life and liberty, uh, all of that still are duped by this global fight for democracy, not realizing that the global democracy, uh, the fight for global democracy, that's the first step to facilitating a communist revolution at the planetary scale, which is why, per the Communist Manifesto, the commies have been diligently working to unite the democratic parties of all nations since the late 1800s. Friends, I've documented this at length, so I I apologize if I sound like a broken record, but there are lots of new listeners in the audience, and for those who still need to see it with their own eyes, who've never heard this before, I want to share it here in the words of Karl Marx 
Marks himself. I do have some uh, some shots in the report today of the Communist Manifesto. So, hey, friends, if you're listening on a podcast platform, please know you just have to go. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever podcasts are heard, please know you just have to go to thetorchreport.com and you'll see these spiffy annotated screenshots of the Communist Manifesto that says the first step in the revolution is to win the battle of democracy. And then they, they say that the, the communist label labor everywhere for the union and the agreement of democratic parties of all countries. Their ends can be only attained by the forcible overthrow of all existing social conditions because the commies claim they have a world to win. A world to win. They're not just trying to win a little bit. They're trying to win the whole enchilada, friends. And again, the first step, of the revolution is to win the battle of democracy. We cannot overlook that. How how many times do you hear the words a threat to democracy? That means we're fighting for, we're in a battle for democracy straight out of the Communist Manifesto. And again, they're working uh, to bring all the democratic parties together. So it's, it, it sounds so nice, except that this is all to orchestrate the mob rule that's necessary for the forcible overthrow of all so, all uh, existing social conditions. And <laughs> these commies, they're highly ambitious. You know, they have a world to win, which is why I love to say it's been a while, but today's the day to remind you the commies are taking over the world. <laughs> oh, friends. Uh, and, and let's not lose sight of the fact that they are playing for keeps here. So... Focusing for a moment on the fact that the secret commie cabal is orchestrating the forcible overthrow of existing society in its entirety, that's all existing social conditions, I think it would be helpful for us if we used this worldview, the worldview of the Communist Manifesto, as a window into what's happening in America today. Because everywhere we look, Chaos and lawlessness abounds. Criminals run amok while American patriots rot in political prisons. Cartels and Islamic terrorists and Chinese agents are pouring across the southern border while the federal government does everything in its power to punish anyone who tries to stop the invasion. Democrats and Republicans in Congress continue to scoff at the rule of law and brazenly thwart the will of we the American people while acting presiding over the systematic destruction of our country in cahoots with multinational corporations, central bankers, and of course the global commie cabal. The public education system, well, I mean, that's just become a factory for engineered consent, liberal conditioning, sexual grooming, Marxist indoctrination, even as more children than ever are suffering from mental illness and delusions, depression to the extent that they are taking their own lives in record numbers. Progressive cities, once glistening shrines representing Ameri American innovation and prosperity, they've become cesspools of feces, drugs, and disease. Zombie humans living like animals in the streets as the arrogant, callous elites continue about their important business, huddled up in their bubbles, ignoring all of this self-inflicted disaster. Evidence of gross election fraud continues to work its way through court systems all across the country, confirming what everyone already knows, that our elections are rigged, while corrupt politicians keep pining for ever more donations so they can continue to play the game, expanding their egos and their ill-gotten gains. Friends, this is not uh, an exhaustive account by any stretch, but these societal issues alone are sufficient enough to impact and overthrow the quote-unquote all-existing social conditions. This is 
a hostile takeover. It is a forcible, uh, forcible imposition of the globalists' will over the will of, of the people in the United States, over the will of we the people. And though there are a few brave leaders out there who are calling all this stuff out, friends, the majority of our elected leaders from the city to the federal level, they're in on it. They're, they just are. And I know for some people that's a hard pill to swallow, right? I mean, why would our locally elected leaders at the city council, the county commissioners, the state level and all that, you know, why would our elected congressional representatives, why would any of these leaders be complicit in this hostile takeover? Isn't that treason, Luke? I mean, come on! I mean, aren't they shooting themselves in the foot? I mean, come on! What the hell could they possibly be thinking? Well, friends, to get to that, we're going to have to just zoom out a little bit. So let's go ahead and zoop, zoom way out and remind ourselves that the human mind is malleable. Propagandists have long known how to mess with our heads. They've long understood how to mentally manipulate the masses. Uh, If you take that science and infuse the scientific knowledge of mental manipulation with 21st century technologies like the weaponized AI, etc., and deploy that, at scale, at a global scale, using all the available means provided by modern society. And we find ourselves in a situation where the powers that be now have the ability to hack and control the whole of humanity. Our our elected leaders, their minds are not their own. Now, Perhaps you've heard of mass formation psychosis. You guys familiar with that term? Uh, If you've been with me for a while, I first reported on mass formation psychosis, this whole phenomenon, back in January of 2022, so over two years ago now, Torch Report 28, how the world went crazy. There was a lot of buzz about this mass formation psychosis, uh, thanks to Joe Rogan's interview with the... Uh, the highly esteemed Dr. Robert Malone. Now, I just want to point out, this was way before I had taken the deep dive into psychological warfare. This was during the early days of my research in the trying to just make sense of how the hell so many people had lost their ever-loving minds so quickly at that. And uh, at that point, as I was digging in and, and really starting to dig into the research, I was, it, it was, you know, I was very encouraged to find little glimpses of truth about what was going on. It made sense. And there's this little excerpt here I want to share with you from the Psychiatric Times. Quote, Dr. Malone drew parallels of mass formation psychosis to the mentality developed among the German population in the 1920s and the 1930s. He characterized it as having free-floating anxiety, a sense of unreality, and a charismatic hypnotic leader, all of which is now causing to causing people to seek out vaccines, period, end quote. That's a, a direct quote from the Psychiatric Times. And I would point out that... Uh, Not only was it causing people to seek out vaccines, which were nothing more than experimental toxic injections, but it was causing people to to shun people, to say that if you didn't take this toxic experimental injection, then you weren't allowed to play in society anymore. If you didn't wear a mask, you weren't allowed to be out in public anymore. And just like that, this mass formation psychosis was supporting global tyranny at a, a, uh, you know, previously unknown level. Uh, So anyway, that was, again, two years ago, two years, dozens of books, thousands of hours of research, and over 500 essays later, my grasp and comprehension 
of m- mental warfare has expanded immensely. You know, I, I understand much better now how they're pulling this all off. And in simplest terms, you know, mass formation psychosis might be thought of kind of like a hypnotist at the county fair. You know, you see, you get people up on stage and make them cluck like a chicken, except for right now. In, you know, the year 2024, the modern wizards of deceit, they are actually hypnotizing humanity at the global scale, courtesy of modern technology. Now, mechanically speaking, you know, it's really the uh, the free floating anxiety that heightens suggestibility. And that's why the cabal is always trying to keep us guessing what's going to happen, what's going to happen next, when's the next shoe going to drop, when's the next terrorist going to pop out of the bushes or what have you, when's, you know, when's World War III going to break out, when's the next pandemic going to strike. And it all, they always keep us guessing, that heightened suggestibility. And then kind of going beyond that, the whole sense that this is all so unreal, if you just look at what's happening, it just seems so unreal. I mean, this couldn't possibly be happening, and yet it is. But when we're kind of caught up in that sense of this is unreal, that inhibits our ability to think straight and to focus on solutions. It's really, really hard for a human being to properly function under these circumstances, which kind of, I don't know you guys ever listen to the doors, the future's uncertain and the end is always near. Let it roll, baby, roll. The slow roll of insanity. You know, the future is uncertainty. Uh, I'm sorry, the future is uncertain. The end is uncertain always near. The end is always near. None of us are going to make it out of here alive. But but when our focus and our attention is trained on these facts, it really befuddles the mind. It kind of throws a wrench into our priorities. It interrupts our ability to plan for the future and prioritizing and planning for the future. That is our only hope for political salvation. If we want to escape the clutches of the global cabal and their evil schemes to depopulate the planet and consolidate power and control, we must think long term. We must properly prioritize our efforts to do so and and get out there and and energize people and organize people and and enhance our chances of achieving success as discussed Yesterday, this is going to require a much greater degree of civic engagement from average everyday citizens. That's just the way it's going to be. Hence the current conundrum, <laughs> right? Because people are like, ah, I'm done with it. You know, we can't vote ourselves out of this. What's the, what's the point? Well, I'm not going to rehash yesterday's conversation, but, you know, to quote Teddy Roosevelt, you know, the first duty of an American citizen is, is political engagement. Otherwise, we deserve to live under despotism. So if we want to overcome this, we have to properly prioritize and focus on how to do so. Now, now that said, you know, uh, the masses have been, the sheeple have been so heavily indoctrinated and successfully conditioned that the globalists at this point, they, they don't need much more than a dog whistle to incite unhinged hysterical lunacy. You know, if you look around, completely abnormal, unhealthy, and irrational behavior is on full display every single day. And the direct result of this is the accelerating mental health crisis, of course, that further serves to destabilize the whole of society. But what's important to keep in mind here is that this is all being intentionally orchestrated for a singular purpose. They have a world 
to win. It all feeds into this. They have a world to win. Properly understood, that's what the Great Reset is all about. It's a globalist coup d'etat. It is a modern manifestation of a Marxist cultural revolution that culminates in a communist takeover of global society. And currently, right now, right before our very eyes, the global commie cabal is using the fascists and the socialists and the Democrats to do their bidding, conning these greedy, useful idiots into conquering the world on their behalf. Now, how? You know, how, how? Tell me now. How are they doing that? Come on, Luke. Are you serious? You know, how are they? Are they really using the useful idiots, the fascist socialists and Democrats to, to take over the world? Well, yes, they are. And the, and the way they're getting away with it is by using the tools. More accurately, uh, they're, they're exploiting people as if they're tools. They're exploiting their carefully conditioned emotional reactions in order to win the battle for democracy, to incite mob rule. Because doing that allows the elites to rest by degrees, to quote the manifesto, it allows the global elites to rest by degrees all political power away from we, the people. Now, the great deception in all of this, of course, is the blatant lie that the Marxists and the socialists and the communist leaders are fighting for the little guy. You know, they're planning to give the power back to the people once they've successfully consolidated total control under the ruse of central planning. But as you well know, it never works that way because it's just not designed that way. Uh, it's not designed to work that right way. Uh, that the whole system of control, socialist control, commie control, whatever, that system of control is really designed to run on trust. Oh, yeah, just give us all your money and all your power and we'll give it back. Not, you know. But this system of control being designed on trust, that's why the recent gathering over in Davos, uh, the global elites were so concerned with building trust with the very same people that they desperately seek to control. They're trying to build trust. This is, friends, not, it's not unlike pedophilia. It's not unlike uh, a pedophile trying to kidnap a vulnerable child by acting nice and offering, offering them candy. It's sick, it's twisted, it's evil, and all it takes for evil to prevail is for good men to do nothing. All it takes for evil to prevail is for good men to do nothing. We've heard it before, but have we taken it to heart? I believe there are plenty of good men in the world, lots of good men, uh, though I begrudgingly admit, you know, there are probably fewer good men than today than ever before. But the question becomes, why are all the good men in the world not doing more to stop this evil plot? And I don't think there's really a simple answer to that, but, but consider the conditioning, consider the mind control Consider the reduced testosterone. Consider the attacks against toxic masculinity. All of this and more, I believe, it comes to bear on the willingness of American men to step up and take the risks necessary to protect their families, to defend their freedoms, and to preserve the blessings of liberty for future generations. Now, I've, I've reflected on this before. Torch Report 150, when violence is the answer. Uh, Torch Report 408, so, uh, solutions from a simple man, 446. Where have all the good men go? So you might dig into that. You know, there's a time if somebody's, you know, dragging your wife off by the hair, there's a time when violence is the answer. You know, we, there are solutions and they're not that complicated, but we have to be willing to step up. So with that truth in mind, you know, I guess, you know, the truth in my mind, I should say, is that the great, the great reset is just ramping up. 
The commie cabal is trying to conquer the world, and there's not a snowball's chance in hell that they're going to abandon this effort to do so. In fact, as Tom was pointing out in the, in the original article there, given the rise of global resistance, the global elites are desperately stomping on their electric accelerators, you know, pushing the pedal to the metal to achieve their goal, says Tom. This is why Davos has put on the full court press to accelerate the decline and fall of Western civilization. We can all feel it. We're a little over a month into 2024 and a year's worth of geopolitics geopolitics have occurred in that time. He goes on to say, many of us are either in a state of shock and or denial about what's going on. But as history has shown us, we don't need a majority of people to fundamentally change the course of history. But at the heart level of my observation is the following, says Tom, who will you really become when you have nothing left to lose? Or better yet, Where's your loss threshold before the real you bears your canines? End quote. To put it a little differently, friends, how long before you bear your teeth? How long before you've had enough? How much freedom will you have to lose before you're willing to fight for what's left? How bad does it have to get before the good men rise up? Honestly, it's almost unimaginable that it hasn't happened yet, but it's not a surprise. With everything on the table, it's, it's just too much for most people. And besides, you know, come on, most people have work to do, right? In other words, friends, the globalists have got us right where they want us, on the ropes, doped up on hope, dazed and distracted by the glitz and the lights and doing little to fight back except covering our heads from the incoming blows. But friends, this is not a game. These commies are playing for keeps, so keep your eyes on the prize Embrace the pain. Freedom is worth the fight. And resist we must. That is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to the website, thetorchreport.com. Find the heart, click the heart, and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with someone. Share it with anyone. Share it with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this thrilling thought-provoking Thursday. Stay wise, patriots, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.